Hey there, Quajo here. And if you haven't heard my voice, I'm the new host of the Art of Online Business. Quick update on my new offer. I did not expect the initial launch spots to sell out so fast. I'm talking about Facebook ad setup to success, which is one-on-one -on -one Facebook ads coaching for the driven course creator from me, three Zoom calls within a month and unlimited support in between so that you can run your lead generation campaigns, your launch campaigns, your SLO, self-liquidating offer funnels, exactly like I would, getting all my tips and tricks and strategies plus just unlimited support inside of Slack or Voxer or one lady's even doing it from inside of Messenger with screen recordings, Loom recordings, this sort of thing, questions. This is what I'm doing, but all those limited spots that at the initial launch price, they are gone. And I just wanted to explain that out of integrity to the people who took those first spots, um, the price has gone up and there are one, there's one spot maybe two if I do some scheduling jujitsu for May, otherwise we're booking into June. You can click on the link in the description below to find out more, or you can go to theartofonlinebusiness.com forward slash call if you need that kind of one-on-one -on -one Facebook help. All right, back to the episode. <laughs> Hey, my friends, my name is Rick Mulready and I'm an online business coach. I'm an ads expert and I'm all about helping online course creators and coaches make more money in their business while working fewer hours. But most importantly, I'm a father and I'm a husband. With this podcast, you're going to learn exactly how to become what we here call the optimized CEO of your business. And that means you are optimizing your sales and marketing, your time and your mindset so that you can have more freedom, a bigger impact, and make more money. So grab a coffee, open up your favorite notes app. This is the Art of Online Business Podcast. What's up, my friends? Welcome back to the podcast. Rick here. Thank you, as always, for tuning in today. Super appreciate you. Today, I want to talk about a topic that for almost eight years in my business, January 2022 is going to be eight years since I started my online business. And managing my team is something that I've never super enjoyed, if I'm being honest with you. I also don't think it's something that I'm very good at either. And now with that, because of that, this is a skill that I've been trying to learn and get better at over the years. But frankly, I still feel like I'm not all that great at it. And so I've learned, I've had some pretty big breakthroughs in this area the past couple of years. And especially lately, frankly, because I've been thinking a lot about it. And these conversations uh, are ones that come up all the time. These are big topics that we talk about, for example, inside of our accelerator coaching program when it comes to, you know, building out your team, hiring, how to get the most out of your team, how to lead them, how to manage them, which are two different things, by the way. By the way, if you've not heard of Accelerator, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you've certainly heard about it. Uh, this is for more uh, advanced level online course creator or online coach businesses, and you're already doing at least 7 to 8K per month in revenue from your online business, and you're looking to increase your profit, increase your impact, all the while without all the hustle 
right? And so if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're doing all the things in your business, if you're not really sure what next step to be taking, then Accelerator could be exactly what you're looking for. I would encourage you to check it out and to apply its application only. Go to rickmulready.com forward slash Accelerator. Now, I got my first experience with leading a team way back in the, what I like to call the wild west days of the internet, back in like 2000, when I was at AOL um, back on the East Coast. I was at their headquarters in Dulles, Virginia. Managing, I was in the advertising operations team and I was managing a you know a team of like, I don't know, 12 to 14 people, but that was corporate. And yeah, I definitely learned some valuable skills as far as managing a team, et cetera. But I also felt like, and I learned this really quickly, it's very different when it's your own business, really different. I was actually having a conversation the other day with somebody and the exact same thing came up. They had a corporate background and they managed people and they said the same thing. They were like, it's very different when it's your own business. And so as a business owner over the years, I have wasted so much money, so much time and so much energy on hiring the wrong people who needed a lot of overseeing. I have made so many mistakes when it comes to hiring that that's why I feel like I'm really good at it now because I've made so many mistakes over the years and some really bad situations, frankly. But again, I've learned so much. And as the business has grown and evolved over the years, there's three big things really that I've learned when it comes to managing your team. And I want to share with you, share with you these three things right now, and then start to break this down for you. So number one, you don't even need to be the manager of your team, right? You can hire somebody to do that. If you're at a level in your business and you're like, you know what? Managing people is not something I enjoy. I do not want to do it. So I'm going to hire somebody to, to do that. We have several people, people in Accelerator who have you know, integrators or online business managers or what have you on their team who do exactly that, among other things. They, they run the day-to-day operations of the team. They manage the team so that the CEO can focus on CEO-level activities and be doing things in their zone of genius and not focusing their time on things that they don't enjoy. It's not that the team is not important. In, actually, quite the contrary. It's so important that they've recognized that it's something that they don't enjoy, that they're not very good at. And so they hired somebody specifically to do that. So that's number one. You don't need, you don't even need to be the manager of your team. You can hire somebody to do that. Number two, if you don't have somebody doing this, you really don't have to be a good manager yourself. That's right. If you don't have somebody managing your team, you actually don't have to be a good manager yourself. And the third big thing that I've learned is systems and processes. Make it super easy for people on your team to succeed. Make it super easy for them to succeed. And one huge way that you do that is through having really solid systems and processes. That's why one of the three key elements of becoming what we call the optimized CEO is optimized systems and processes. Remember, the three key elements of becoming an optimized CEO, it's kind of like a three-legged stool. If your systems and processes 
are not strong or fragile, the stool is going to fall over. It's just going to break, right? If you have really solid you know, sales and marketing and a really solid mindset, but your systems and processes aren't very good, again, it's just going to topple over. So you really need solid systems and processes, which is going to make it super easy for people on your team to succeed. Okay. And so that helps in the management of the team because they have systems and processes to follow. Now, of these three here that I just that I just outlined for you, the one I really want to break down a bit today is that second lesson that you don't have to be a good manager yourself. Because you might be listening right now, you're like, Rick, what are you talking about? And so here's the deal. Since I don't consider myself a very good manager, nor is it something that I super enjoy, this is what I've done to overcome that in my business. And the first thing I want you to think about is let's not, number one, let's not focus on trying to fix our weaknesses, rather focus on expanding on our strengths, right? If you want an amazing team and you feel like you have a weakness around managing people, well, then it needs to start with better hiring. Again, this is, I'm sharing with you exactly what I've done to with with really really great success. It needs to start with better hiring. Don't hire people who need a lot of oversight and who can't manage themselves. Don't hire people who need a really good manager overseeing them. Right? In your job description, you can literally say that look, in this role, you need to be able to manage yourself. We are looking for an independent thinker. And I, and this was something that I didn't learn for many years in the business. Like this wasn't a light bulb moment until frankly, fairly recently in the business because I was looking for those people, but I don't think I was outwardly clear when I was doing the hiring. Back when I started my very first podcast, uh, which was called Inside Social Media back in 2000, 13. I first heard the term intrapreneur from one of my guests and they worked for one of the big tech tech companies. I forget which one it was at the time. And they were hired to be an intrapreneur at that company. An intrapreneur is exactly what it sounds like. It's an entrepreneur within a company. They work for the company, but their role is that of an entrepreneur. Okay? And so I want to share with you share with you some characteristics of an entrepreneur because this is these are characteristics that I think and that has worked so well for me that you should be hiring for in your team to make it much easier for the team to self-manage themselves, right? So being an intrapreneur, basically, it's it's you as the CEO, when you hire an intrapreneur, you're empowering them within your business to kind of, they have their own profit. You're, you're kind of creating the, its own profit center within your business. So that person owns a profit center, if you will, within that business. And so they are thinking entrepreneurially. I'm just making this word up, um, on their own, 
right? They're not necessarily following a specific direction from the organization. Yeah, the organization is is kind of is hiring them to say, you know what, this is kind of where we want to go, but we're not really sure how to get there. And so by hiring an entrepreneur, they are coming up with ideas, right? They are they're they're coming up with their own sort of business within a business. They are things like risk takers. They're innovative. They challenge the existing things that are going on within the business, like processes and systems. Um, they are oftentimes less distracted by what's going on in the business and more focused on what they're doing in their own projects. And they're constantly learning, right? Because they want to come up with new ideas, et cetera. And do they have managers? Of course, but the amount of managing that they need compared to a non, you know, somebody who is not an entrepreneur is so much less. And so you want an entrepreneur within your team. Now, is this the case for every position on your team? No, not saying that at all. But for most of them, especially kind of your higher level positions on your team, somebody who is going to own their own role within the business and again, kind of create that mini profit center, if you will, for themselves within the business and manage themselves, that is the type of person that you want to bring on to your team. And when you do that, your business becomes this amazing entity, if you will, that's being run by self-managed people, right? Who are innovating within your business to achieve the overall goals and vision of your business. Again, they become their own profit centers, if you will, within your business. Now, a quick note here, and this is really, really important, okay? If you are hiring somebody full-time, please don't, please don't misunderstand what I'm saying here by, I, I do not recommend hiring people who have their own business, you know, who have their own, you know, they're an entrepreneur themselves and they're trying to build their own business, but it's not going as well as they want it to or more slowly. And so they're like, oh, I'll go work for somebody else while I try to do this. I really do not recommend that. If you're looking for somebody full-time, I don't recommend hiring people who have their own business because in my experience over the years, their energy and their focus and frankly, a lot of their time, it's gonna be split. And if you're hiring somebody full-time, you want their full and deserve, frankly, if you're hiring somebody full-time and paying them full-time, you want their full energy and focus on your business. But as an intrapreneur, somebody who is self-managing, okay? So just to kind of give you some more context on self-managing, I just did a little research here just to come up with kind of what, what words come up. Um, when you look at what are the characteristics of a self-managing person, somebody who is self-driven, right? They can motivate themselves to start things, to really focus on things and complete things on their own, right? They trust themselves. And if there's a team around them, they trust the team who is working with them. Again, they're very, very driven. They can make decisions on their own. They have an amazing self-awareness. They know and understand their their own values, their passions, et cetera. 
and how they can align those things with the organization or business that they're working for. They have really, really good uh, communication skills, good time management skills. They are agile. They, they can move, th- move around things quickly. They can adapt to things really quickly. And you know, coinciding with that good time management skills, they have, they're very adept at, at setting goals and executing on them. And so those are the characteristics of a self-managing person. And so this is what I recommend that you look for in people that you're bringing on to your team. Somebody who is self-managing and somebody who is in who, you know, they might consider themselves or you might consider themselves an intrapreneur. You're giving them the freedom to create, to lead themselves or maybe lead their own team within your business so that they can come up with new ideas, be thinking outside the box so that you as the CEO don't have to come up with every single idea. You're surrounding yourself with smarter people than you are. And that's a really big shift. That's really hard. That's really hard sometimes. But when you do this, this is where you get to sort of overcome that. I don't think I'm a good manager. Right. And so if you're the CEO of your business and you don't consider yourself a good manager or you don't enjoy it very much, start by looking at how and who you're hiring and bringing people on your team who have an entrepreneurial spirit and want to use that mindset, use that energy and use their skill set within your business so that your business grows and progresses towards your goals and your vision. This is exactly how to overcome this quote unquote weakness of feeling like you're not a very good manager or don't enjoy it. Because when you hire people like this, they manage themselves. They're self-managing. You just get to be the leader of your business, setting the vision, et cetera. Yeah. Are you helping them when necessary? Of course you are, but it makes it so much easier when they're self-managing and you've created a self-managing team that doesn't need you necessarily to run and to achieve the goals that you've set out for your business and, and achieve the vision that you've set out for your business. This is one of the biggest lessons that I've learned in my business. And it's kind of taken, it, it takes the pressure off, right? Of feeling like, oh man, I have, I, have to, I have to be this really great, you know, I have to go read all these books about being a better manager or what have you. Be the leader of your team and either let somebody else manage the team with self-managing people and entrepreneurs, or just hire more of the self-managing slash entrepreneurs in your business and get out of their way. And from that, you will see amazing growth in your business and it'll allow you to focus on what you are best at as the CEO of your business. Now, if you want my and my team's help and guidance in building out your team. Like I mentioned earlier, this is something that we talk about almost every day within my accelerator coaching program, whether it's people coming in or applying or to people who've been in there for a long time, 
and they're just completely up leveling their um, their business, right? Because if you want to have a bigger impact, for example, you cannot do this alone. If you want to build your business for more profit, more impact without all the hustle, again, you can't do it alone. And so if you would like my and my team's help and guidance, if you're an online course creator or you're an online coach, and again, as I mentioned earlier, you're a bit more advanced in your business. You're doing at least seven to 8K per month in revenue from your online business and you want to scale, but you're not really sure what next step to, next steps to take. You're probably doing everything in your business or you have a small team and you're just feeling the overwhelm. Been there, done that. Uh, and still get there. I'm still overwhelmed at times. Probably quite more, <laughs> probably more often than I care to uh, admit to myself. But yeah, it happens. We are here to help you with that so that we can increase profit. These are the three pillars within the business that we help you do in, in Accelerator. Increase your profit, increase your impact with less hustle. If you're listening right now and you're like, yes, this is what I need. I want your help, Rick. Go to rickmulready.com forward slash accelerator. Fill out the application there. It's application only. And we look forward to reviewing your application when we receive it. All right, my friends. Thank you as always for tuning in today. Super appreciate you. Got a lot of great episodes coming your way. So until then, my friend, be well, and I'll talk to you soon. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.